0: Hey there, you're listening to the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I bring over a decade of experience owning, running, and growing Christian organizations. And in this podcast, I want to help you become a more effective leader for Christ and serve your clients and customers well. Welcome to the show. In our businesses, one of the most uh, Christian things that we can do is to take responsibility for our actions. Now, uh, I think most people would argue that this is just a good human thing to do, Um, and it is. But especially if we're concerned with honoring the Lord in our business, then we are going to want to be very concerned with taking responsibility for the choices we make, the decisions we make, the way we lead our company, the sort of policies that we allow to go on at our companies and things like that. Now, I want to share something with you that is – uh just i guess some lessons that i'm watching uh, another company sort of experience from a distance um so being transparent here this is not something that i am um having to work through right now because i don't have any employees uh, i have uh some contractors who i am working with and uh working with a lot actually and um i so i do think that uh i have some experience in this at least a little bit okay but not to the degree that some of even you may. So um, I totally get that. Um, again, I'm not speaking from a position of, of of hey, I've got this all figured out. Uh, instead, I just want to sort of share. And frankly, I don't even know where this um, lesson is going to end up going. So I'm just going to trust it to the Lord that, um, that in this episode, I could say something that is, is meaningful and maybe helpful for you. Um, I was recently... And when I say recently, I mean, last night, <laughs> I was made aware of something that is is has been going on at a company that I place a lot of faith in, in my business. So there's a company that's been around since um, 1999. They started under the name 37 Signals. And what they did was work around um, website design, uh, client work. Yeah. Eventually, what they ended up doing was building a software called Basecamp, and they have since renamed the company to Basecamp, and many of you listening to this podcast may even be familiar with the product. And So I uh, I dove in um, headfirst a few months ago, I guess. Uh, It's been maybe about six months ago or so, Um, and dove in um, to the product, Basecamp, and as soon as they came out with their email product, something called Hey!, I dove uh, headfirst into that, and I frankly have been extremely happy with both Basecamp and Hey. Um, they are great products to do. Um, you know, they're just very useful. Um, they don't have every feature. They have useful features. They have features that you didn't even know that you needed, <laughs> but that are tremendously useful. Okay, and um, the owners of this uh, company are. Jason Freed, and David Hennemeyer Hansen, also known as DHH. Um, DHH invented uh, Ruby on Rails. Uh, So he took the Ruby platform, um, the Ruby uh, coding language, and uh, created this platform called Rails. And so we have Ruby on Rails. And it is one of the most widely used um, uh, development platforms uh, today across the internet. And it's now, you know, it's open source and everything. So there are a lot of people who are uh, contributing to this Now um, that are uh, in the public uh, arena, and so it's sort of out of his immediate uh, purview, which is which is good, Um, arguably a a good thing. And he's focused on uh, you know his company, uh, Basecamp, Um, and also Jason and David have written books together about the way that they handle their company. They there is a whole uh, essentially methodology of of work around the way that they work. They've written a few. Two of them that I've read are uh, actually I've read three. I've read uh, "Remote," I've read "It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work," and then I've read "Rework." And all of these are great books. They really are great books. I love the way that they're organized. I love the way that they are uh, structured, etc. Okay, these are good books. Um, I don't, I I don't want to like drift into into you know into judging people here from afar because I do, I don't know them. I have I have reason to suspect that at least. Jason Freed is a Christian, and this may be important here in a minute as I'm talking through this. Um, I, I have reason to suspect that Jason Freed is a is a Christian, although I may be wrong about that. Um, I have reason to suspect that uh, David Hennemeyer Hansen is not a Christian. Again, I, <laughs> I'm not trying to judge from, you know, I, I just don't know. Okay, but but I have reason to suspect each of these things, and that's why I'm I'm mentioning this. Okay, because it's gonna be important. If I'm right about that, then in the fundamental leadership and ownership of this company, you have two worldviews, two very different worldviews with two very different sets of beliefs that will likely encompass aspects of all of of their lives. Okay. You just, I mean, your worldview affects everything about, um, your life and the way that you show up in the world. And, um, so as we're, as we're thinking through this, um, that's important because they recently just announced a set of changes where without going all into the intricacies of it, essentially, um, Jason and David made an announcement that there would be no more uh, political sorts of discussions on internal company communications or on external company communications platforms. Um, the company had been publicly taking positions on things that did not reflect the views of everybody who worked in the company. It was a relatively small company. I think there's only 60 people there. And, um, that's why I think it's telling that in the very uh, leadership of the company the the two people who own and, and lead and run the entire company there is a a huge disparity I I again I believe there is a a fairly significant disparity of worldview and yet they united together on the work okay now look there are biblical things you could take. Many different directions here. You know, I'm not arguing whether or not it's a wise thing. If I'm right about their worldview differences, I'm not not necessarily weighing in right now on whether it was wise for them to be in business (laughs) to begin with. Whatever, that's not from that's not my place, right? To say Um, that's not what I'm doing here. But um, I do think that I'm at least potentially right about that distinction that I made between them, and that means that in the fundamental fabric of the company, they have figured out a way to run this company for 22 years now (laughs) um, without having a a sort of tension that would be so catastrophic as to break up the business and yet They just recently together came out with these new guidelines around social and political issues that the company was not going to take a specific position on. And therefore, any and all communication that was external that was going on regarding these things was to cease. And then any internal conversation around these things was going to cease, at least on um, company uh, property, such as their very own Basecamp account, where they were seeing these things in these sorts of discussions happening. It was unproductive to the work. It wasn't the best thing for the customer and it wasn't the best thing for the business. And over this decision, one third, one third of their company decided to leave. Jason and David knew that this was going to be an issue. I don't know. I don't know that they expected it to be as big of an issue as it was, but essentially they have a lot of people there who wanted to be able to more freely express their opinions through their work. And, um, they left and these include some major players in the business. People who've been there for a long time, people who've been doing great development work there, um, and, um, great design work there, great customer service work there. And so people are uh, leaving because they're unhappy over this. Now, now for me, I'm sitting here thinking, well, you know, any company, I mean, now they've been through these kind of. You know, they've been through changes and um, they've been through um, shifts and they have maneuvered, uh, you know, throughout different uh, murky waters before. So um, I'm hopeful they can come out from this uh, too and e- emerge from the ashes, so to speak. Um, I hope that it doesn't shut them down because I'm a big user and fan of their products and of their work methodology and everything else. So I really do selfishly hope that they, that they can re- recover from this. Um, but the simple lesson that I wanted to bring back. Around With this story is that they've taken responsibility for it. They each have a personal blog. Um, It's through their product called Hey World. So if you go to hey, uh, excuse me, if you go to world.hey.com slash Jason, or world.hey.com slash DHH, you are going to get their opinions about these things. And you're, you're going to hear from their heart and from them, what they say. I mean, and Jason made the announcement on his blog there. Um, so, that the rest of the world kind of was clued in to what was going on. They're very public, very open, and they're taking responsibility for the decision that they made. They stand by the decision. Um, they, I, 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 I was starting to, to tell this earlier and then I didn't, um, complete my thought, but essentially they offered a compensation package, a, a generous, I think, um, compensation and severance package for those who wanted to leave, uh, because of the changes. And many people indeed took them up on that. And so here we are, but they're taking responsibility for it. So, um, the lesson, right, I guess is there are going to be hard decisions to make in your business yeah, it might be of this very nature. It might be, well, does our company take a public stance on these sorts of things? You know, that's a decision that you're going to have to make for you and your business. You know, is there is there going to be a fundamental disparity between the way you run your business and the kind of things that you say in your life, or are they going to bleed together? I think it really it really depends on the nature of your business um as to, what decision you should make, if that's the question. But there are other questions, right? There are all sorts of questions. There are things that you're going to have to take responsibility for, um, decisions that you're going to make that are going to be tough. Some people aren't going to like them. Some people are going to love them. Regardless of whatever people like or say or think or feel, you must take responsibility. There's a responsibility to be had for the things that you create. And if we need to look at an analogy in Scripture, can we not look at the death of Jesus on the cross Right. The very creator and sustainer of life took on the responsibility. I, 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 there's, I wanted to complete that sentence, you know, saying it in it, but it would have, I wanted to say taking responsibility for the mess that he made. I'm qualifying that, okay, because um, I don't think God made a mess. I think God made something beautiful, but it, but it it did break. Right. Even, um, you know, God couldn't make perfect beings without making robots. (laughs) So what he did was take responsibility for that creation and offer a way out, offer a way for redemption. And so think about that. God took responsibility for what he created. You should too. I should too. And that's that's the lesson. All right. God bless you guys. And I hope you guys find something in this that you can uh, use in your own life and in your own business. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Steve. And before you go, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Faithful Business Podcast. Before you leave, I have an offer for you. I want to give you something entirely for free if you'll take it. If you are just now or in the future going to be looking at building a new website, I want to give you something for free that will help you avoid the biggest mistakes that you could make. I've been in the web design and marketing business for over a decade now, and I have identified these constant patterns um, that people go through and that people seem to repeat um, and they make these mistakes on their website over and over and over again, and there's no need for them to do that So if that sounds fair to you, then I want to give you this entirely for free All you have to do is go to faithfulbusiness.com Slash five mistakes. That's faith full business.com slash five mistakes i'm going to give you a free pdf download entitled the five mistakes most people make when building a new website and how to avoid them and we didn't waste anything on this this is a great resource this is um 37 pages, I think, of written material, and uh, it's really in-depth. It's a guide that will help take you through what you need to do. At the same time, it's accessible, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. Set aside uh, a half hour or an hour, and you will be able to take your website to the next level and avoid these five mistakes whenever you start to build your next website project. So if that sounds good to you, just go to faith-fullbusiness.com slash five mistakes and download your copy today.